it's a very cautious time for people. Um, you know, interest rates are very high. Um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of people are sitting watching sort of what's going to happen with the Bank of Canada. Hi everyone, thank you for joining us today. We have a very special guest, Cody and Panel, whose family actually is in real estate and they've been uh, doing this for a very long time. So I'm very, very excited uh, to have a chat with Cody today. Cody, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. Uh, that's good, that's yeah. good. Well, thank you for taking time. And uh, so we're gonna get right into it. So Cody, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I am uh, born, raised in Ottawa. Uh, my father is an Italian immigrant from Bari in Italy, and he came here when he was a child um, with his other brother, and then he had two other brothers that were born here. Um, and uh, my mother, she's uh, from Italian. She's Italian and British mix, but she was born in Ontario. So um, I have two sisters, and I've got eight cousins on my father's side and another eight cousins on my mother's side. So there's a pretty big family. <laughs> uh, I'm married to uh, a beautiful woman. Uh, she's, she's from Jamaica, or her background's Jamaican, and she was actually born and raised in Barhaven, uh, which is a suburb of Ottawa, for those who don't know. And, uh, and it's interesting because that's actually a suburb that our company has done a lot of development in. So... Uh, it's funny how some things come full circle. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty and, good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I attended Canterbury High School here in Ottawa, which is uh, um, a well-recognized arts high school. Um, and it's sort of known for offering sort of immersive uh, studies in drama, music, writing, dance programs for high school kids. So um, I was very, very much immersed into the arts from a young age. Um, my specialization when I went there was in drama. Um, so I still love, I still love movies. I still love uh, a theater and, uh, you know, obviously I like music as well. I'm a big jazz fan. So wow. these are, uh, th so you can see when I was a kid, I was one of the, uh, one of the artsy types. I love those sorts of things. And, you know, when I'm not, uh, you know, thinking about art or talking about art with friends, and I'm usually uh, deep into a, a history book. I love sort of history of, of the world and um, all the different cultures around the world and, and sort of their histories and where we got to where we are today. And I love politics as well. So a uh, little bit of a uh, little bit of a reader when I'm not reading planning documents. I'm usually reading one something to do with those things. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's amazing. So. Cody, uh, other than real estate, we have something else in common that you just mentioned here. So you say your wife's Jamaican. She is, yes. My, well, my wife's Jamaican. She was born here, but she's Jamaican. Yeah, my wife, I should say, my wife was born here, but her, her father well, was born in Montego Bay. And, uh, you know, so it's... Uh, it's she's uh, Jamaican. It, she's Jamaican. It, that's, uh, well, that's what it is. Oh, wow. That's, uh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, I've been to Montego Bay. Yeah, it's beautiful yeah, yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's very good. And it's interesting. You also said you have uh, eight cousins, right? On each side, you said? or On each side. So on each side. Lot, yeah. Well, I can guarantee you I have more cousins than you. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely have more cousins than you. But wow, that's, uh, that's interesting. Wow, uh, amazing. Born and bred in uh, Ottawa. So how did you 
get involved in real estate? Obviously, I mean, you were born into it, but how did you get involved in it? Well, it's uh, it's a very, uh, you know, I've, I've been immersed in it I, my entire life. You know, I mean, my, my father and his two brothers uh, started the Campanelli Group um, back in 1979. Um, so it was originally a company that started as a, a real estate company called Campanelli Real Estate. Uh, and uh, which serviced uh, resale homes and resale commercial properties. And then eventually over time, it kind of grew into a multifaceted real estate group, such as the one we have today, where we specialize in new home sales, residential and commercial construction, residential and commercial leasing, property management services, and of course, land development services. So it was always, I was always deep into it uh, from a young age, you know, picture this, like I'm the high school version of me was, you know, my part-time job was riding my bicycle down to one of the model homes in one of our developments wow. that, uh, that we were selling homes out of. And I was handing out sales packages to um, customers who were coming in looking for a, a brand new home. I remember our, our slogan at the time, the key, your key to quality uh, was on every package that I handed out. So, oh, so, wow. Uh, yeah. So that was, so, you know, I, I was, I have been, you know, deeply immersed in it um, my entire life. So, uh, you know, I don't think there was a time when I didn't know what, a real estate salesperson did. Wow. Wow. That's uh that's amazing. So I just have to make a quick note note. So you the way you pronounce obviously that well, the way you pronounce your last name and your your family business is the correct way. Uh I said campana, but you said campanelle campanelle. Yeah, so it's campanelli. Cam campanelli. I didn't stop you because you know this is a this is an age old issue I've been dealing with my entire life. Wow. Is is is, is, is it Campanelli? Is it Campanelli? Is it how come the people say if it's Campanelli, how come there's no I? Like it's a <laughs> wow, one of those things. So I I I just basically let people pronounce it their own way. They'll the the name is 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 pretty much you know uh, known enough, or at least once you say it once or twice it kind of sticks with you enough one way or the other so that that's that's pretty good so your current role with um your family business is land development manager so what does that role look like well uh it's a multi you know it's a multifaceted role it, it, it's it's kind of uh, i you know i'm kind of involved in a lot of the different areas the, that the company uh, kind of specializes in so i guess you could say like if i had to take you through like a typical sort of you know what would you put in a paragraph about your about your job i'd say that you know it starts with uh you know searching out sort of land development opportunities that uh meet the goals of our company um and then i'll often analyze those opportunities and present them to the other campanelli's who are the decision makers i'm amongst one of them but there's a multiple number of there's a collective i call it people always ask how many are there, how many decision makers are there i say it's a collective <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so, you know, I usually present those opportunities and we discuss them and determine if, if, uh, if they fit sort of the goals and direction that we want to go as a company. And then if, if, 
uh, I'm given that mandate that they do, it usually turns into me doing what I can to acquire the property. Um, and then once that property is acquired, uh, you know, we will, uh, you know, usually source out the appropriate experts uh, to assist us with any planning and the engineering, the financing, the legal components, and then the overall, in general, the overall development of the property. So um, that happens. And then I usually work with the municipality or other regulatory authorities to get the for, through any approval processes that are required to get the appropriate uh, development approval so that we can actually begin construction. Uh, and if that usually, if it involves servicing or subdivision servicing works that sometimes certain projects require, I'll usually oversee those as well. Um, and then eventually once the property is ready and in a position that it can be built upon, uh, I usually it usually gets handed over to uh, another one of uh, the Campanelli's who uh, oversees the the construction department here. So uh, um, that happens, and then if there's a financing component, an equity takeout, if it's a rental project or some of sorts, and there's an equity takeout position at the end, that's usually when I kind of come back in and deal with the financing at that end. So. Um, it's kind of a nice job because you kind of you kind of get to be involved in every single or most of the major let's call them kind of uh landmarks of uh, the development process so it's 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 uh it's you get to see the whole thing it's really exciting in that capacity that sounds great uh, and i could feel your passion for your role <laughs> yeah yeah i'm glad that uh, it came out as passion and not came out as a bunch of spaghetti because you know there's a lot of moving pieces to it and some people go what what are you saying wow <laughs> <laughs> wow well I, I could i could definitely feel your passion and you know that mm -hmm. you enjoy what you do so talking about land um what are you seeing in terms of uh the, the current market what are you seeing in terms of um land values and things like that uh, in, 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 well, in what capacity, like where am I seeing the market kind of going or like the sentiment of the market right now, or, um, my take on some of the challenges in the land market, like as the sentiment, the, sentiment, sentiment. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting time. You know, I think, uh, I think, um, it's a very cautious time for people. Um, you know, interest rates are very high. Um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people are sitting watching sort of what's going to happen with the Bank of Canada. Uh, cause you know, we're, as we're recording this podcast, interest rates are, are at a, a very high level, uh, and are being paused there quote. And I say quote unquote pause there. Cause yeah. I think that's part of the, the big question mark for a lot of people is, okay, well, is it going to keep going? Is it going to come down? Is it going to stay here for a while? And that's causing a lot of people who are operating in sort of the development space to sort of sit there and say, cause you know, what, what are sitting there saying, okay, well, let's just, let's wait this one out. Let's see what's going on. Let's, let's keep things, let's be cautious. Cause uh, you know, as you know, and, and I'm sure many of your listeners know, you know, financing is a huge component component of, of real estate development. And, and, you know, it can oftentimes be a leader to break, making or breaking a project in a lot of ways. Wow. Keyword. People are cautious. Yeah. Wow. I think so. That's what, I, that's how I feel. I'm, yeah. I, that's what I'm seeing, but you know, everyone's different too, right? Let people's, Risk tolerance levels are very different depending on the company, the individuals. Wow, that's uh, that that's that's insightful. And 
in the past, when we had a discussion in the past, and you'd mentioned the fact that you do land banking. Yes. Well, I think, you know, I think it part, it's a development strategy, land banking, you know, it's obviously it requires, uh, you know, one of, one of the things that, that um, is important, you know, is, is having a, like land is, is doesn't come around every day. And yes. if you want to get something approved, it could take a very long period of time. I think, I think the average, um, the average listener, I think, who maybe is not in the industry or has done a little bit of development, but not a lot of it, would be amazed how long it takes. Like, I think it would it would kind of knock them knock them out of their seat. Uh, how long it can take to get the get approvals for a project? So, so land banking. The idea behind that is having having a supply of land um, that you can access. Um, and time your developments properly, so your so your company can kind of uh, um, can can have can have steady work, right? Steady projects, like that's that's the idea of land banking. Wow! And you, you mentioned one a word that I think is key. So timing. So you you do land banking, and there's the timing issue as well. Absolutely. Well, timing is everything, right? Yes. You know, timing is a very important part of this business as well because. Um, it, you know, you know, time is money to use a, a, a slogan we've all heard before. Yes. Time is money. Wow. That's, uh, that's amazing. And so when you're doing your, your land, uh, banking for your land banking, do you project how long kind of like inventory, how long this is going to last you for your, the amount of work, like, is it like five years, 10 years, like how far out do you plan? I think, you know, it's very specific to the company. I think it's very specific to um, the individuals who are um, overseeing the purchasing decisions. You know, everyone has a different ability to hold land because land banking is not also, you know, it's not free. There's a, a ton of different variables that go into an analysis of how much land to hold, you know, how far out that land. Some people buy land, you know, that's that you know, is long-term, like I'll call it like long-term land, lands that, that will, are not going to be suitable for development or feasible. Let's maybe is a better word for development um, for a long period of time. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and some are, are looking for land that is, that's ready to go in a certain number of years or, or less, you know, like if it's already something that maybe is an intensification project that, you know, you've got some leases in place and all that, but, but you're in, within a couple of years, you'll be ready to kind of go on that property. So it's, it's very dependent on, on the firm. Well, very good answer for sure. And what, what's been your most fulfilling accomplishment in your role? It might seem, uh, you know, you might, it might, it might be an answer to be like, oh, of course he would say that, but you know, it is working with family. You know, I think all of the Campanellis are very family oriented folks. And I think that, you know, working with family, you know, has its challenges, of course, as in the sense that these people know you very, very well. Um, <laughs> so they know, you know, they know exactly what to say to you, when to say, it, when to say it to you. Wow. Um, but it's also, uh, you know, the sense that, you know, everyone's kind of in it for each other. And there's this great kind of, uh, you know, great kind of shorthand with family, which works, works well. Well, that's very good. Wow. That's uh you're, you're giving out so many uh, gems here. Uh, I mean, you had mentioned kind of like the sentiment 
uh, right now in the market as it has to do with land. And you mentioned the keyword there, cautious. And then we talked about timing uh, for land banking. So now you mentioned family, which is very important. Mm -hmm. Well, Wow. I think I think so. Well, it is. It is. It, it is very important. No, that's that's very good. And we touched on this a little bit. And you, you, you mentioned that, you know, it's almost like you are born into this business. So do you remember making a choice that this is what I'm going to do or... I give my my father a lot of credit for this because you know he could have he could have been a different way about it, but he never forced me to be in this to, to come into the business. Like he never forced any of his kids. He wanted them there. Obviously, he loves he loves what he does, and and uh, he's deeply passionate about the business. And he love he so he loves the fact that his kids or he would want his kids to be in the business, but. But he was never pressuring. He let me do what I wanted to do when I was younger. And I did. Like, I, you know, I spent a period of years where I pursued sort of my art desire and all those things before I, I, I got, I quote unquote, got serious, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I only joke about that because it's, it's, you know, being an artist is, is not an easy job at all. It's very, Wow. <laughs> no. very challenging. Um, Yes. but, um, Uh, and requires tremendous amounts of sacrifice. So it's Yes. pretty serious. Yes. But, um, but yeah, so I, I had an opportunity to pursue that. And I think about, you know, I naturally kind of came back to it because real estate's been the talk around the dinner table, right? Like, think, Wow. like since I was a kid. So it's, Wow. it's, it's a natural part. It was just a natural part of my life that maybe, uh, maybe I, I was always bound to come back to it. Who knows? Wow, that that's powerful. So I mean, that's powerful, and so you you heard these conversations on, on the dinner table, and this shaped you. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I think it would, and anyone, like, I think, you know, if your father, you know, if your father and mother are doctors, that, you know, your medical lingo, medical, you know, the medical business is something you're going to know really well when you're growing up because you're having hamburgers and hot dogs with mom and dad talking about medicine, right? It's like, you know, and, or, you know, you can say that for any job, right? Yeah. Any, any profession. I think it's just natural. Do you consider uh, energy efficiency as part of your strategy for your real estate development projects? Yeah, we do. It's funny because uh, I, I know you said you were going to ask about that and I was thinking about it. I'm like, we work with the HERS. I don't know if, you, um, if you've heard of, of, uh, of the HERS rating system by ResNet, Okay. but it's a, it's a system of, of um, energy efficiency ratings that, we, that we've been working with for many, many years. And we actually, we won an award presented by ResNet in 2019 called, called the Cross-Border Challenge for Best Net Zero Home. So we've been building with energy efficiency features like high energy uh, efficiency HVAC systems, high energy efficiency ERV units, lower U-value windows, solar panel rough-ins, you know, R5 insulation structures. We've been, we've been working with, uh, you know, um, building our homes, trying to get them about 25% above code as a standard. Wow. Um, and we've been doing that for a long time. Um, and, uh, you know, we actually just won, I was, it's funny, like I'm holding it right here. I don't know, like, can't know we don't have video, but you can kind of see it. It's, we just won like two days ago. My, my cousin was in Toronto to accept it. The 20, the two, 2023 cross border builder challenge. We won the Kresnet Vince Nicarado Memorial award for our, our energy rating on a bungalow home that we built in Armprior. And we had a, a, a HERS score of 42. 
which wow. is an, a really, really good hers score. So, well, clearly it's, it's an award-winning score. So, wow. um, so yeah, so energy efficiency, we, we have been building uh, high, ener high energy efficient homes for a long time. I think, you know, in the last five years, we've seen a major trend in Ontario, you know, particularly in Ottawa, where our, our market is with this push towards energy efficiency. And I know, Matteo, you with the financing, you do a lot of, of uh, CMHC financing and yeah. they have a focus on their new programs towards energy efficiency. Well, when that program came out, their their MLI program where they focused on energy efficiency, we were already building to their 100-point score. Wow. Like as a as a standard. So for us it was like, oh, this is this is fantastic. Wow. That's amazing. So you you are ahead of the curve. Yeah, I think it, you know, I, I have to give like, you know, my, my uncle, my dad, my cousins, a lot of credit for that because, you know, they, you know, there was, they were the ones who were really kind of saying, you know, listen, like energy efficiency is, a is, uh, you know, we, we build very high quality homes already. Like we, 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 we feel that way anyway. And, and we've said, well, you know what, energy efficiency is, is becoming more and more important as time goes on with people's climate, climate awareness, with, uh, with sort of governments sort of pushing more towards greener technologies and, and away from sort of um, the, you know, standard oil and gas kind of models. And we said, well, let's try and get ahead of this. There's great technology out of there. If you know where to look, if you know the organizations that you can, that you can source information from and, and let's put them in there because at the end of the day, it translates into lower utility costs for the, the end consumer, which basically helps with affordability. Wow. So energy efficiency is an indirect approach to making homes more affordable. It, it, it's a tricky balance. The best way I'll put it is a lot of thought has to be put into what features you're going to focus on with energy efficiency. Because there are, you could do a ton of things and you can make your home very, very expensive and the return on the on on the cost is maybe not going to be as beneficial as as if you maybe say put in a little less or put in very specific specific elements excuse me um that will really give you a big return right on the cost of the item does that wow. make sense it makes a lot of sense wow so you have to you have to strike a balance yeah like it's about, everything is about a balance i think well and, and i guess the key is working with experience a good a consultants, uh, energy engineers, I guess, to have, to assist with that. that oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's about, you know, working with the right consultants. It's about, you know, um, you know, seeing, looking at what people are doing out in the marketplace, understanding the newest technologies, understanding, understanding what consumers care about, right? Because at the end of the day, um, you know, there's a lot of components that make up, you know, um, owning a home. There's a lot of different components. There's there's cost components. There's hidden cost components. There's, you know, there's mortgage components. There's all these things. And if you're able to, um, to know understand the challenges that the ordinary consumer are going to go through when they're buying a home, then you can better cater towards a product towards meeting their needs. Throughout the course of our conversation, you've been talking about building homes, designing homes. Is this the only asset that you focus on uh, for your family? 
business? No, we do residential, um, commercial construction. Uh, we, we build commercial rentals. Like uh, we have uh, a rental building in, in Longfields that we're working on right now uh, that's going to have apartments above it and then uh, commercial on the ground floor. Um, we've built, you know, plazas. We built a plaza in Arm, in Arm or excuse me, in Barhaven um, that uh, was for com with commercial all one level. So we've, we do commercial as well. Um, and mixed use and residential. So we do it all. Like, uh, we're very, we're very, um, flexible. And I think we, we try to keep ourselves very flexible because, uh, you know, markets are always changing and needs. Of, if there's a need out there that we sense, we're, we'll do what we can to, uh, to make it happen. Okay. That, that's good. And so you do multifamily as well then? Oh, absolutely. We do multifamily. Yes. Wow. That's, that's amazing. It's been a great conversation. So much insight uh, as we spoke. And uh, I'd like to ask you a last question. Um, nothing necessarily to do with real estate, maybe a little bit. So what's your favorite place that you've visited? Mm -hmm. Should I say Montego to... Bay or am I going to uh -huh. get in trouble? Uh -huh. uh -huh. <laughs> well, well you, you, you could. No. You know what? It is lovely there. I have so many places that I visited that I really love for various different reasons. But if I had to narrow it down to one or two, and let's say on this side, two, I see. Okay, let's, two. Let, let's two. Let's do two. On, yeah. On this side of the world, on on the Americas, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say I'd say New Orleans. Wow. First, because of its jazz music and my absolute love of jazz, um, and its history. Wow. And uh, and then I would say uh, Buenos Aires, Argentina. Wow. So for its absolute beautiful architecture, its culture, and its wonderful, wonderful meats. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. You know what? I've, I've heard that about Argentina. They have probably like the, the, the best steak in the world. Maybe. I don't know. They they have uh, they have an amazing you know culinary scene there and uh, they have an amazing culture and uh, yeah the food is is absolutely amazing most people like you know it's not everyone thinks about Argentina as like you know as a, a a big tourist destination or at least I think in our part of the world maybe it's not the first thing that comes to people's minds but it really should <laughs> wow because it's lovely wow and and New Orleans I could picture that. Uh, jazz, but I hear the food is great as well. Well, the food the food is amazing in New Orleans. Absolutely. Well, you know, like it's uh, New Orleans is a, it's a very very interesting uh, city in, wow. in a lot of ways. Like it's it's uh, culturally it's very interesting. It's got a vibe unlike like it's it's got a very unique vibe to it that wow. you that you can't find everywhere. But uh, historically, there you, you know you could, the the amount of uh, history books that could be written about that city and, uh, you know, and, you know, Louisiana in general in the, the, is, is, you know, could fill, could fill a whole lecture. <laughs> wow, wow. That's great. Uh, I'll definitely put those two places on my list uh, to visit. You should. Wow. Amazing. Well, well, Cody, it's been great uh, chatting with you. A uh, very fun conversation here. And, you know, I, I look forward to connecting even further in future. Yeah, pleasure. Well, uh, good luck with everything and thanks for having me on. And I uh, hope for those listening, it was enjoyable. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Definitely. I enjoyed it. So there I you think, go. I think people may feel the same. Well, that's great. All right, man. Have a good day. You too. Take care.